Thank you for listening and welcome to the Life Radio Show, a proud member of the SJ Network and Realm of the Mist Entertainment. I'm your host, Don Smith. This week I talked with Kirk and Callie Joyner, guitarists and singers from the band Lilac. We talk about music, food trucks, and $1 prison vans. If you enjoy the show, like and follow the Life 1069 on Facebook and Don Smith Comedy on Twitter, or tune in live on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM, or you can stream the show live at WWSU1069.org. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. The Life Radio Show is now brought to you in part by the Nurses Guild of Florida, experts in home health care. Go to thenursesguild.com for more information. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner. Oh, that drives me nuts. That's I, I'm losing my mind these days. I swear I am. Hey, let's get started again. Welcome to the live radio show. <laughs> this is the first time we're doing this. Honestly is. I'm your host, Don Smith. I am sitting here with <laughs> by myself because we're talking over Zoom uh, with the band Lilac with uh, Kirk and Callie Joyner. Welcome to the show yet again. <laughs> hey, what's up, Don? <laughs> What's up? Uh, that's nutty. I'm sorry. See now, <laughs> now you know what the life is all about. Sometimes it just doesn't happen when it's supposed to. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's, that's the way it is though. on stage too. So, <laughs> yep. I, I've actually I've gone through an entire episode once or twice where I forgot to hit record. Yeah, just. <laughs> nothing worse than that and here's the bad thing. i've been doing this show as far as the podcast i've been doing the radio show for almost six years the podcast for almost four and i haven't done that until like the past probably three months i forgot to and i forgot to record two entire episodes and then now this one we get a few minutes in but hey at least it's only a few minutes in. <laughs> oh that's that's how my day's been, but the, it's going to get better now. It's gonna, we're recording. We have everything working as it's supposed to. Uh, tell me a, li- a little bit about Lilac and pretend we haven't done this before. <laughs> well, we're a grunge revivalist band from Savannah, Georgia. And uh, we, we have two singers, male and female, um, so it gives a different dynamic. Um, uh, is that you, you two are the two singers? Yes. 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 Thought so. I just, I just wanted to clarify. And we, and we both um, co-write. Uh, Kirk's the main uh, writer in the band, but I've, I've just started dabbling into songwriting. So. Um, okay. How long have you guys been uh, out performing? Um, well, that, <laughs> of course, being locked down now, nobody's out performing. But. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so we we've been this lineup of the band. It, it's always kind of been a thought, um, you know, in in our, our mind uh, for the band. But the last two and a half years, um, we've had this lineup. Okay. So we we've been a band for two and a half years. Um, 
you know, we had a different group before, but this, you know, as far as this band together, us as members, it's two and a half years. Actually, Zach is here right now. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Zach? What's going on, man? Just cooking up some shish kebabs outside. That sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, it's yeah. his birthday today, so there's like 20 people outside. Yeah, sorry for being absent, man. I really appreciate your help and everything, man. Oh, no problem. Now, now everybody's social distancing. You're all wearing masks. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. 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 Be, being responsible. I love it. That's, that's awesome. Because <laughs> right. if, if anything, if anything, uh, uh, rock bands are known for, it's being responsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, like you've been do, with this lineup of the band for two and a half years, of course, like most people you in bands before and just this is where you landed so. right yeah and we we actually auditioned about 13 people before we found zach so he's pretty pretty special yeah he's special so my lucky number is 13 oh my god so so it's like my my daughter was born on the 13th so it's like only natural that the ter- 13th yeah. drummer would be the right one <laughs> So it'd be like, yeah. <laughs> but what's so cool is like we we're all really really different, but it's like we all mesh and fit together well, which is good. That's it's. Uh, I think with a band, it's a lot like a marriage. You got to find somebody that that you really kind of mesh with. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, you're going to be spending a lot of time with them, so. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, whenever uh, this COVID thing kind of dies down, we'll we'll be on the road again. Uh, right before everything started shutting down in March, we went on our first tour in in Florida and um, had some fun. I mean, it, it was it was kind of crazy. We broke down at the venue. And, when our uh, first tour. Yeah, <laughs> so it was. I mean, it was it was a typical first tour type thing in a prison van, and <laughs> we do own a prison van, by the way. <laughs> Perfect. That's <laughs> yeah. So is it one of the prison buses, or is it just a prison van? It's a prison van, and yeah. then we also own a school bus. Yeah. Okay. And so the <laughs> like the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the school actually i'll tell you the story behind the uh van i got it for one dollar nice An- another band that that we knew um broke down with them and they sent it to a shop and they told them it was going to be like two thousand dollars to fix it and they made a post on facebook and they said said hey if anybody wants to come get this, I'll give it to you. We can't afford to fix it, but I would rather someone get it and fix it than junk it. Right. I hit the guy up and and I checked it out in the shop. And I was like, this is not a blown head gasket. And anyway, so, I, you know, the guy gave me the title, but I felt bad. I was like, man, I have to give you something. So I reached in my pocket. And I had like four quarters. So I gave, <laughs> so I gave him a dollar. And he's like, man, I appreciate that. that <laughs> so any better. We signed it over and we left. 
Um, I pulled it home and replaced the radiator, and it's been working good ever since. <laughs> we, you know, we've we've been from Atlanta to Orlando to Jacksonville to uh, Charleston, so we we've been going all over. Yeah, and your one dollar I ever spent. <laughs> I'm going to write down $1 prison van. That might, that may be an episode <laughs> title. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, and, and what's, what's so crazy about it? It's like, it still has a cage in it. <laughs> so it's like the, the, the if, they, if there's a fire, you're screwed. Yeah. So it's like, we're, we're locked in. The only way to get out is the, the front two, um, doors, doors, but it's like, and we're always living on the edge. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> and, that's yeah, that's yeah. rock and roll life. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we just lock everybody up in the back and then pray that that we don't have a, a fiery wreck. Hey, you know? our yard, we have a barbecue trailer, a school bus, and a prison van. We are living on the edge. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, I, I like that you have the prison van that you can like lock up your, cause you, you never know when a bass player is going to run off or exactly. something like that. So you, you gotta, you gotta keep them locked in there. Cause you get to that gig. It's like, where's who, who lost the bass player? It was your turn to watch him. So I totally understand. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we don't have the bass player on, do we? I, I don't make, I don't mean to make fun of bass players. No, no. <laughs> Kelly. He actually has coronavirus right now. Yeah, actually, our, our bass player has coronavirus. Um, well, that's he, a bummer. <laughs> yeah, so he he came in contact with someone at work. Uh, um, they tested positive, and, and then they tested him. He didn't get the results right away, but then he lost his taste, and then he got the results. But he knew whenever he lost all taste and smell, he had it. Yeah. But. He, it's strange. It, it's like that's the only symptom he's had, but he literally cannot taste anything. Like he's eating jalapenos and um, mm. ghost peppers and um, just, just to test it. <laughs> yeah, just to test it. He's like, nope, I can't taste anything. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So it's been like that for like over two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's all the symptoms he gets. Yeah, I, I hope so. He, you know, he's fairly healthy, works out, and takes vitamins and all that stuff. So pray for Johnny. Yeah, pray for Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I've I've known a couple people to go through that, and uh, some of them have just had pretty much that's it, and some of them have uh, gotten really, really sick. Right. Yeah. It's it, it's wild how across the board, and it is. I know. Um, my sister, she's actually a nurse in the ICU in Tampa, Florida. And, um, you know, they, they had two people come in. One was, uh, the son-in-law and then there was a father-in-law. Well, the father-in-law was like 70. He barely had any symptoms, but the son-in-law ended up having to go on a respirator. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's just wild. Yeah, that's a, I, I work as a I'm a maintenance tech in a lot of medical facilities. So yeah, I have I have to be pretty careful out there. Right. And it, you know we're we're kind of in in our area. Um, you know our band is based out of it, um, Savannah, but 
we live north of Savannah and my county, we probably have 11,000 people. Um, we don't have any Walmarts or anything like that. You have to drive an hour to get to a decent store um, or a mall or anything like that. So we're, we're pretty cut off and there hasn't been that many cases. Yeah. And like literally almost no one has worn a mask like the, the entire time. Um, but I, I think it's because, you know, people take it for granted, um, you know, being in seclusion like that, that, um, you know, like it would in the city. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, anyway, you know, it's always good to be cautious when you go out to the store or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not a fan of wearing the mask, but uh, see, I, right. got, I got a big beard that it just it looks. I, I have mask beard when I take it off. It just looks like I'm still wearing it. <laughs> right. Like, All like you have to do on your flip it over, man. <laughs> and just put a rubber band around it. It is a mask. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put a little filter in there. That that would be that would that would be perfect. There you go. There you go. <laughs> You, your your prison van broke down in Florida when you were on tour. Yeah, so we because we all have a broke down in Florida story. I just wanted to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like the worst place to break down. It's like any any time that you hear about any outrageous story, normally it's in Florida. Yeah, it, it's just a melting pot of craziness sometimes. Oh yeah, I, I lived in West Palm Beach for about a year and a half in my in my early twenties. Right. <laughs> yeah, we we stayed in uh, Tampa. Uh, Callie and I, whenever we first uh, started the band and got married, we actually moved down to Tampa and played for a year. And um, it was wild, man. We uh, starved pretty much, ate ramen noodles every day, um, you know, a lot of Taco Bell because Taco Bell was cheap at that point. Yeah. You know, so as it used to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Still was terrible, not as cheap. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun, man. Whenever you look back at hard times like that, you you know, you're thankful that you made it through. But you also, whenever you were thinking it, it it was so bad, it was like the best time. Yeah. Um, You know, we didn't have many responsibilities then. Um, didn't have a child, didn't have a house or, you know, a, a mortgage or anything like that. Um, yeah, the more, the more stuff you get, the more stressful it is to try to just keep the stuff that you have. And I think that's more, <laughs> it becomes just a, a stress of keeping it. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So hopefully we'll become millionaire rock stars and then we'll just pay everything off. And- yeah, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's- <laughs> all you got to do <laughs> right <laughs> but no I, I i moved to florida in my early 20s and when i got there it actually my car broke down blew the engine when wow. I, I pulled in i drove just drove 1300 miles from dayton ohio to west palm beach florida i pulled into the hotel where i had a job interview and that car left that parking lot on a wrecker. That's 
<laughs> that was the last time you that, saw it. That was it. Well, no, I, I ended up I ended up replacing the engine in it, but uh, yeah, that that engine blew in that parking lot, and I didn't know it. I, I shut the car off. I went in, I had my interview, came back out to the car, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, we actually got really really lucky, kind of like that. Whenever we pulled up to the the venue started seeing steam come up and then I went outside and water was just pouring in the, the bottom of the the van. So it, it was a water pump, but we made it to the gig. We got out there. Just we're, in time. Yeah, just in time. <laughs> we were so bummed. I was, I was sick as a dog. Um, got up there and I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, oh my God, it's like, you know, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, how are we going to get this thing fixed? Our hotel is like 45 minutes away and, mm. and that. And we, we were actually on tour with a band called Flaw. Um, they were big during the two, 2000s, like mid-2000s. Like they, they toured with bands like Linkin Park and Corn oh. uh, and people like that. Um, so they actually announced – over the the microphone that you know we had broke down and we were on our first tour and it's hard to make money and this and that so everyone went to the back and bought all of our merchandise nice. and so would man we were so thankful for that but I, I was still so shook up whenever we played it was like probably the crappiest show we've ever played and uh but we had a mobile mechanic come out and fix the van whenever we loaded out we're ready to go we had enough money now um, we have a story to tell yeah <laughs> yeah and then we we made the next gig on the tour and and then it was probably one of the best shows we've ever played um, nice well yeah you, you had all the bad behind you at that point <laughs> right yeah definitely and, and we had some rest at the hotel that was a good thing yeah. so <laughs> yeah, I think I'm the opposite with stand-up comedy. I, I I do better on stage when I go up with all the problems in my head. <laughs> right, right. If I go up having a great day, I'm I'm gonna bomb. It's bad. <laughs> I right, have right. something terrible happen like right before I go on stage, and then it's like, okay, I'm set. I can do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it's all about channeling, man. Normally. Normally that that's what I do. I, any negativity, like I just let it all out on stage. But that night, man, was like extra, extra. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but we made it through. Made it through, man. So, uh, do you have any? Do you have any albums out right now? Do you have anything anywhere we can find your music? Yeah. So. Um Facebook uh, and Reverb Nation, Instagram. We also have a website called www.lilac.com. Um, it's L I L A K K? Yes. Okay. Dot com. And then, um, and then we have an EP that's coming out November 20th. Yeah. Well, even, even before then, we have um, three singles out right now. So we. We have those on iTunes and Apple Music and Spotify. Um, 
So you, you can check those out on. Right. And you can also purchase it uh, straight from our website as well. Um, we also have music videos out on YouTube. And, um, right. How long have you been playing all together and what, what instruments do you play? Cause I know we said you both, you both sing, but do you play instruments as well? Are you guitarists in the band? Or? So I play rhythm guitar and I, um, sing vocals and, um, Kurt, you. Yeah, I do, uh, lead guitar and, and vocals. Um, and then Johnny plays bass and Zach plays drums. Okay. How, how long have you guys been playing all together? Just, just as far as you personally. When we, we've been together for two and a half years. Well, that, yeah, the band, but just, just when, how long have you been a musician and when, when did you start playing music? Yeah. So me, I, I was probably 14 or 15 whenever I became serious with, uh, you know, playing music. It, it was kind of an outlet type thing. My mother had cancer mm. uh, during that time. And it, it was just a weird, awkward, strange time. And, um, you know, and I needed some type of outlet and, you know, a lot of my friends were going out and getting into alcohol and, and drugs and stuff like that. I was like, no, nah, I'll just stay in and play my guitar. So that that's how I got into it. Yeah, probably a much better option. <laughs> right, right. Um, the, actually, the first instrument I ever learned was the clarinet. That was in middle school. And, um, and then when I met Kirk, I actually started out in bass guitar. Um, and then later on, I transitioned to guitar. And I, that was probably about close to 10 years ago is when I started um, I started out bass guitar about 10 years ago, and then, um, I'd say about three years ago, I transitioned to guitar. Oh, okay. So yes. it's just, just different, different instruments throughout the, uh. Yeah, because I've, I've transitioned to, I started songwriting and I felt like I could, be able to write more playing guitar rather than with the bass. And so I, um, with my acoustic guitar, sometimes I just love to, to take my acoustic out and, and just be able to, you know, like Kurt was saying, whatever, you know, just, uh, use that as an outlet yeah. and, and, um, and write something. Now, have you ever considered a heavy metal clarinet? <laughs> <laughs> No, but we're thinking about getting a keytar. A keytar? Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll help. Uh, yeah. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the reason I ask, I mean, Jethro Tull, of course, he, he has the flute, and, uh, you know, ACDC had the, the bagpipes, so, you know. Right. I'll be honest, I do not miss those freaking reeds. Those things used to, like, freak me out. <laughs> So, so you weren't a huge fan of clarinet. You, you haven't kept up to date on it. <laughs> I haven't. I well, you know, actually, when I started clarinet, I actually really sucked, and then I, I worked my way up to first chair, and I really, really loved, and I enjoyed it because I, I started to learn how to read sheet music, and then I enjoyed, you know, just the mute, the rhythm of music, and. 
and all that. But as far as like the instrument goes, it's not my favorite instrument just because <laughs> I just don't like the, you know, having those reeds chip on my mouth. But yeah. I'm a guitar girl. I like guitar. Well, it's it's a lot harder to sing and play the clarinet at the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could try it. You could try it. But uh, yeah, so me actually, I want to be a drummer more than anything. If I could trade all of my ability to play other instruments, I would want to be a really, really good drummer. And I can play, but I'm not. I'm not Dave Grohl. If that makes any sense. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have one beat that's like really, I was really say good. You play one beat. <laughs> <laughs> as long as long as you're good at the one, that's some. some. Yeah, exactly. That that's it, man. Like I, <laughs> I keep telling the rest of the band members, I'm like, if we switch up for one song, let me play drums for one song, and I can just play that one beat. It'll, it'll be your signature beat. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, people only know what they see. If they see me playing that one beat really good, they're like, "Oh, he's a pretty good drummer." <laughs> that's that's all it takes, you know. There's right. <laughs> your signature beat. Write one good song for it, and there you are a drummer now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go, yeah. man. See, I, I, I started as a teenager. I play. I played around with bass. I played around with guitar. I played around with keyboards and piano. Played around with drums realize i was not good at any of it <laughs> oh man well what what about vocally i in in high school right. and a little bit after i did do some vocals for some heavy metal bands we got absolutely nowhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the one band that was funny we, we had a great guitarist but he was he wasn't used to playing in a band so we'd start off and everything would sound really good and and every time I would start to every time I would start the vocals I was going to say start to sing but it it wasn't really singing but every time I would start, <laughs> Oh come on man it would make him jump and he'd lose his place on the guitar <laughs> Oh man <laughs> it was like it wasn't that bad man <laughs> It was apparently pretty bad <laughs> That's why I do this, and and I'm a maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I will say this: you you have a great radio tone to your voice. Well, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's really good, and I I have a really good redneck tone to my voice. The, where we're from, and it's actually the um, our um, accent. They they don't view me as country because when they say things they they draw out everything and it's like they say ice it'll be ice ice yeah yeah and rice <laughs> and and that's how they talk but then when we go to California or you know Florida or wherever they're like oh I like your accent man where are you from Georgia and I'm I'm like but. It's not as Georgia. Curry, you got a country a, accent. Don't even try to have that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. There, there's some, there's some country in there. What I hate is like when people ask, um, like, "Oh, I hear you're in a band. What type of music do you play? Country?" <laughs> no. 
Yeah, that's that's when you say rock and roll right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then like like when I say, well, we're in a grunge band, they're like, well, you ought to do country. Your voice, like <laughs> you See, sound. That's, that's the thing with with this voice. I could sing country because it really doesn't take any talent. <laughs> well right now man to have a country hit all you have to do is give like um you know just pandered oh yeah that's yeah that's that's why new country uh, is just oh i can't i can't stomach it (laughs) yeah i i totally agree man when when i was uh 16 um luke bryan's actually um well, he played in Statesboro, Georgia, a good bit um, right before he had made it big. So I actually opened up to Luke Bryan um, when I was in high school, and that—that's when that bro country music started coming out, man. And it's like a is, hit is song. What they call it now, bro country. Yeah, bro country. <laughs> so, so it's like oh, because it's a lot of bros, a lot of fraternity bros. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, and everybody around like Luke Bryant, he was a fraternity guy. Um, Cole Swindell, he was in the same fraternity. Uh, there was another guy, I think Jason Aldean had something to do with that whole. Um, but it's like you, all you have to say is cold beer, big truck, <laughs> hot girl, bonfire, and that is a hit, man. You got to throw America every now and then. Yeah. America. That way you yeah. really pander. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then you got everybody saying, hell yeah. yeah. I do. Yep, I like Think about me. Very <laughs> bird. Uh, um, I, I upset Dirks Bentley once. That's that's my country story. That's my new country story. I was... <laughs> I was working mainly at a uh, at a venue nearby. I won't say where, but uh, I had never heard of him. And one of the other maintenance guys was all excited because Dirks Bentley was there. And I said, "Who the hell is that?" It's like Dirks Bentley. I said, "Who names their kid Dirks? Was she trying to hold in a sneak? <laughs> like, what are you going? What are you going to name him, Dirks?" And he was standing behind me. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I looked up at the other maintenance guy. His eyes got real wide. I was like, no. And I turned around. I was like, you must be Dirks. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't think he's a big fan of mine, but uh, I'm cool with that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's funny, man. Yeah, what? But Luke Bryan, man, like that, the deal with him, he was just so cocky and he was drunk and he came up to me and, you know, I'm 16 and I was aspiring to be a singer. And anyway, he walks up to me, he's really drunk. He hits me in the shoulder. He says, Hey man, you want to be my roadie? <laughs> like at, at the time, like that, that was such an insult. It's like, yeah. you heard the thing. And like he he thinks I suck, and he's saying, "Well, you should be my roadie." But then, as I got older, I started thinking about it, and I'm like, "Well, if I would have taken him up on that, I'd probably be rich right now, <laughs> and I'd probably have a you know a better career. I might have to sell out and go to bro country, but you know, be rich." 
All right. Whatever. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a short break here uh, so we can get things ready for radio play. And uh, when we come back, we'll have more with Lilac with uh, uh, Kirk and Callie. Uh, Kirk, not Kirk. Is it Kirk? It is Kirk. I, I didn't look at yes. it. <laughs> Captain Kirk. And then I saw it again. I was like, is that my writing? we will be back here shortly on the life radio show don't go anywhere um so so the most important thing uh you gotta remember is you know okay so 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 some some people were you know they were doing some stuff and then and then other people were like hey don't don't do that stuff and then other people like hey yeah they should do you know that stuff. It's good that they're doing that stuff, and then the other people are like, I don't think they should be doing that stuff, and and then uh, and then uh, and then thing and then thing and then you know thing uh, the the one uh, they're doing so things are like <clears throat> um uh, so uh what what I'm trying to say is that um. Uh, in conclusion, I have, I have no idea. Yeah. 
You served your country with honor and now are trying to pry health care from the Veterans Administration. Did you know that Congress recently made changes to allow vets to get care outside of the VA services? The Nurses Guild of Florida is owned and operated by a Vietnam-era vet who knows how difficult it is to return to civilian life. Why not get your home health services from a five-star Medicare home health agency, the experts at home care, the Nurses Guild? Rather than wait in lines for care, the Nurses Guild will provide care to you in the comfort of your own home. PTSD, IV therapy, wound care, or post-amputation therapy, no matter your diagnosis, we can help. A nurse will be assigned to you, visit you at home to assess your needs, and work directly with you to develop a personalized plan of care. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty, so no matter your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. The nurses, therapists, and home health team of the Nurses Guild is ready to serve you. All of our essential health care workers are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as possible. What's Your Effin' Binge is a podcast brought to you by Chris, Anchor, and Spotify. And what we talk to our guests about is what they're currently binge-watching on TV. And uh, what we do is we like to uh, take a different approach. I don't want to know what the name of the show is that they're going to talk about before they come on. I have to actually guess it. So I ask them who, what, when, where, why, and uh, try to figure out what it is that they're watching. A lot of times I'm able to guess it. And sometimes I'm not, and that's fine. That adds to the comedy of the show. We like to bring our guest on, whether they're a model or an actress or a producer or musician, and just let them have a platform to be able to tell everybody what they have coming up next and also entertain everybody with what's worth watching. So I hope everybody tunes in for the next episode of What's Your Effin' Binge. Thanks. It's Chris. All right, welcome back to the Life Radio Show. We are still zooming along with with Kirk and Callie with uh, the band Lilac, and I, I know I'm going to pronounce that wrong eventually. I've been really trying, but uh, uh, <laughs> during the break, uh, Kirk was telling me a little bit about the about the food truck business. So t- tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the the food truck is called Kirk and Callie's. Um, I started out. No, well, actually, originally it was Kirk and Callie's Wieners, um, because I had a hot dog cart. Um, oh, okay. So you, you yeah. graduated up to a food truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I graduated. They used to call me the. It, the it, Wiener it, Man. Yeah, it came as it was Wiener Boy, and then as I got older and and more popular with it, then it was Hot Dog Man. Which and is then, so much better than Wiener Boy. <laughs> right. And then I started doing barbecue, and then it, it, now it's like Barbecue Man. So, okay. which, which, again, is a, is a major step up from hot. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, well, especially in the, the food truck world, it's like graduating up. But it, what's so, uh, so funny about it, it's like 
wherever people know me from, some know me from the hot dog cart, some know me from barbecue, and then some know me from the band. So it's like, you know, I have all these different nicknames that I go by. But uh, yeah, on, on on the food truck, um, I do barbecue, uh, mainly like Boston butts. Um, I make sandwiches, and I have something called a, a Kirk dog. Um, um, all beef hot dog, and I fry it in bacon fat. And then I add barbecue and my homemade barbecue sauce and slaw on it, and people love it. Yes, that sounds uh, unhealthy but delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very unhealthy. It's healthy for the soul, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See if if you you have your own signature uh, drum beat, and now you have your your you have, of course you have your signature wiener too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't combine the two. You can't. That that would be a, you would get arrested doing that show. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> too hot for school. <laughs> right. Well, the uh, actually we we played a festival, the Scarecrow Festival. So our band played, and I brought the food truck. So. <laughs> That that was cool um, to be able to you know make money with the band and make money with the uh, the food truck. Actually, a funny story about that: the first show that we ever did, we tried to pull that off, and it was like such a disaster. Like we played our we played our show, then we quickly got off, and then went to serve wieners, and then caught the the, the stove or the fryer on fire. The fire on. Fire. And I'm trying to. Climb out the window and I'm screaming, and you have like all these metalheads like call the ambulance, and like Kirk's <laughs> just got these hot dogs on the spatula, and he's just like whatever. <laughs> uh, see, I I stayed calm. Everybody, everybody else freaked out. It was like you had all these big metalheads with like studs around their neck, and, you know, tattoos and mohawks. They were all screaming, running away. Uh, but it, what it what had happened is my fryer, I had it really hot and I was in a hurry and the hot dog still had ice on them. Mm. So I dropped it in there and then it like overflowed and then caught on fire. So I'm standing right in the middle, like the four foot flames coming out of the, the fryer. But I'm, you know, I'm sitting there, everybody else is like running around. It's burning the hair off my arm, but I put the lid on it, man. I put a lid on it and went off. Everything was fine. But they made such a big deal about it. The bouncers and the, you know, the venue owner. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually the venue owners are a little afraid of fire. Yeah, that's that rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. Pyrotechnics. We we may have just changed the name of this episode to keep calm and save your wieners. Yeah, right. <laughs> and guess what? Those were some of the best wieners I've ever cooked. Oh yeah, well, that took that dedication. Those wieners were made with love, is what that was. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you rescued from the flames, and yes, those, yes. Uh, those are wieners straight from the flame. That's <laughs> right. they don't they don't get many more. They don't get any more uh, plump than that. <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds like a really good uh, song title. <laughs> From the Flames. Yeah, or, that would be a cool metal name. Yeah. Wieners. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Are we ready? To, are we ready to cover some fan, some fascinating news stories, or at least some news stories? <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. Well, you mentioned uh, some of the craziness in Florida, so we're going to start in Haines City, Florida. A 26-year-old <laughs> man has been accused of stealing a bulldozer from a Florida construction site, driving it into a neighborhood and knocking down campaign signs for Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, according to authorities and homeowners. The man took the bulldozer in Haines City on Saturday and repeatedly destroyed uh, Biden signs in full view of people who live in the neighborhood, witnesses said. Uh, James Blight was charged with grand theft, grand theft auto and trespassing, according to Haines City Police Department. <laughs> yeah. uh, the man came on <laughs> the property, two, two Joe Biden signs I had in my yard, and then came back with a bulldozer to run down my fence. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, police said Blight claimed he was too drunk at the time to remember what happened. It was not immediately clear whether he has an attorney who would comment on his behalf. Uh, go figure. He was too drunk, <laughs> too drunk to remember the details of stealing a bulldozer to run over political signs. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's rock and roll life right there. Yeah, rock and roll, man. Like, dude, I don't even remember this. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. Right, exactly. Because I mean, every it's it all says it for, for itself, right there. I mean, basically, I, I I've been too drunk to remember things, and fortunately, there was not a bulldozer around. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I would have run over political signs, but I I tried to hotwire a bulldozer. I'm not above that. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do that. I do, I don't care. Now I'll so, tell you. I'll tell you what I did when I was fifteen. I I went on a. Um, I lived in Vegas, and we we, we uh, we're losing a signal. Uh, uh, had all the desert in the backyard, and we had four-wheelers and me and my friend we used to take the four-wheeler in the back we used to push the four-wheeler <laughs> can you hear me yeah can you yeah hear me? you're back now we it was kind of cutting in and out for a second uh what part did you get uh you were you were pushing the four-wheelers or the go-karts <laughs> i'm not sure what's happening we're, we're losing you again yeah the four -wheeler. Yeah, it just, it just started cutting out really bad. I'm not sure what's happening. We have a hurricane. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that that's true. That's true. You you. <laughs> I can you guess, hear me? Yeah, I, I, I guess you you do you are in the grips of a, at least a tropical storm at this point. To I guess <laughs> guess that might ex excuse the bad reception a little bit. All right. Let's see, right. I have a uh, cell phone with internet on it. Can you hear us better now? Yeah, there you are. There you are. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back. Yeah. You were talking about your four wheeler. Uh, we change it. <laughs> Not that interesting. <laughs> well, actually, she would have been one of the people on on one of these dumb crook stories. 
So they were. Yeah, I don't want to get arrested. Yeah, they were knocking porta potties over. <laughs> oh, nice. Four words at the age of fifteen. Yeah, yeah, fun. That'll ruin your day to get knocked over in, in a uh, porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be horrible. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it would. <laughs> there are civic duties and lucky nobody was in there. That that's good. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, that, that that's they come out blue. They got that blue stuff all over them. That's just not pretty. <laughs> look, yeah, look, blue look, and brown. That's that's not pretty. Yeah, that's <laughs> you look like a very unhappy Smurf. <laughs> No, uh, there there are civic duties and there are motherly responsibilities, and one pregnant Florida woman fulfilled both Tuesday when she stopped to vote on her way to the hospital to give birth. Uh, she had already gone into labor by the time she arrived at the Orange County Supervisor of Elections office in Orlando Tuesday, a spokesperson told local media. Uh, poll worker Karen Brincino Gonzalez told Fox 35 that the woman had asked her husband to stop and vote on their way to the hospital, which is about half a mile away. Uh, the wife reportedly waited in the car as her husband went inside, waited in line, and asked for poll workers to help his wife vote early. That's dedication right there. <laughs> yeah. Just, That's patriotism, man. Yep. Yeah, just hold, hold it in. Hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me go in here and press these buttons. Yeah. I just, I hope they don't, since it's Florida in an election, I hope they don't name that kid Chad or something like that. Cause that's <laughs> right. Oh man. I actually understand that joke. <laughs> that would, yeah, that was, that was old. That was like a 20 year old piece of humor right there. That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things that stands out in my mind though. I remember the chads. Oh yeah. The hanging chads. That was uh yeah, that was just, that was just bad. That was a bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good band name too. The Hanging Chad. Chads. There you go. Yeah. I like yeah. hacking. <laughs> What's that? Oh, she she said she liked hacking because now it went from the Hanging Chads to the the Russian hacking. Yeah. There you go. The collusion. The Russian collusion. Yeah. That's which is not yeah. as good a band name. <laughs> The, yeah. <laughs> the Russian might be cool in like twenty that's, years. That's like that Russian growler metal. That's that's what that is. Kind of like the was <laughs> or something like that. One of those guys, right? <laughs> or Ramstein or something like that. That's yeah, the yeah. Russian Ramstein. collusion. <laughs> Which that's German, I think. But I, you know, I I can't remember it all. Ramstein, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, they say the streets of New York City aren't what they used to be. A Bronx man wound up in the hospital Saturday after the concrete collapsed beneath his feet, sending him tumbling into a decrepit basement where he encountered a mischief of rats. A mischief of rats? Is that really what the... Okay, is that like a rhyme? What is a mischief of rats? Mischief, a mischief of rats. Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> he was... <laughs> He was waiting at a bus stop in the Belmont neighborhood when video shows the ground giving out beneath him, sending him tumbling between 12 and 15 feet underground. NBC New York identified the victim as 33-year-old Leonard Shoulders. 
Uh, he was standing. Uh, he was standing in the sidewalk. Just it was like suction. His mother, Cindy White, told the station, "Like a sinkhole, he just went down." <laughs> what in the world? And then he found himself surrounded by rats. <laughs> Man, that's, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't find some uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles too. Right, he just ran into a bunch of splinters. Not no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Astro was everywhere, but no yeah. turtles. <laughs> yeah, the, the, his uh, his mother uh, his mother told the outlet uh, the news outlet her son was afraid to call for help because he didn't want to open his mouth around the rush of rats below. <laughs> I guess that, 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 is, that is wild. Yes, are you is a rat that likely to climb into your mouth when you're still alive? I don't know, man. That's I'm, kind of a I weird mean, thought. I mean, places. <laughs> that would that would be <laughs> well, a bad day right there. You're just minding your business, waiting for a bus, and you fall through the sidewalk into a cellar full of rats. And a mischief, a suck. mischief of rats. A mischief of rats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess they rats a good great band name. Yeah. Yeah. For real? Well, I, I guess whenever you see a bunch of rats together, the, automatically you think, "Hey, they're up to mischief." Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's something That's going they on. There that they shouldn't that shouldn't be they shouldn't be doing whatever they're doing. They're rats. They're <laughs> well, they're I'll them. say this: we here in Georgia we have these rats called uh, wharf rats, and yeah. they're huge. They're like as big as a cat. I have never seen one. Callie's never seen one. I've seen one. I was in an old house one time, and I was going through some drawers trying to clean out stuff, and a huge wharf rat was in there. It looked up at me and jumped at me, and I ran. It it literally chased me. It chased me. I jumped up on the table, and it was trying to get up on the table, <laughs> and I threw something at it, and then it, like, ran out the door. I think I would have died. <laughs> God, it wasn't a mischief of wharf rats. Right, it was just a single. If, if it had been a yeah, mischief, that makes it any better. If it had been a mischief <laughs> yeah. of wharf rats, you would have been in trouble. They would have got up there. Yeah. They would have they climbed would have up in, on man. each other's shoulders. Because <laughs> that's what a mischief of rats will do. It's, it's, it's <laughs> that's, that's, you know, I'm going to start using that. So I, I'm going to use not just for rats, like for, you know, gatherings of whoever that's a mischief of yeah you know, whatever the you know? mis mischief of metal bands yeah mischief of metal bands that's that should be a that oh, should be mischief. a new uh that that, that should be a new <laughs> concert name <laughs> mischief of metal that's I, mean, I i really think we're on to something man that that's going to be the next trend Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, this this is one of the things that this show is good for is coming up with weird ideas, band names, and show titles. That's, there we go, man. Yeah, that, that's that, really the whole, the whole purpose of the Life Radio Show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of good material, man. A lot of good material. I'm actually writing some of this down so I can use it in everyday lingo. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know what you're going to get from this next story, but we'll see. Uh, police right. on Tuesday identified a man accused of urinating on a fellow passenger during a Delta flight earlier this month as a pastor from Raleigh. <laughs> what? 
A police report obtained by the Winston-Salem Winston -Salem Journal uh, says Daniel Chalmers was arrested at the Detroit Metro Airport after a flight land, landed on October 13th. According to the report, a passenger named Alicia Beverly told police she woke up on the plane around 2.45 a.m. to find a man urinating on her. Uh, police said Beverly alerted the flight crew and the two were separated. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> when asked what happened, uh, Beverly reportedly replied, he peed on me. <laughs> when the man was asked, what did you do? He reportedly answered, I peed on her. I thought I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> what? Now, yeah, holy water, man. I understand that the, the, the bathrooms on flights are pretty small, but they don't actually look like other passengers. That's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've been next to people that I might have wanted to pee on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I wouldn't actually follow through with it. I guess he was, he was blessing her with the whole water or something. That, that would be my guess. After the yeah. plane landed in Detroit, airport police boarded the plane and Beverly told the officers what had happened. Police said the man initially denied her accusations, telling officers, I'm a pastor. That's out of my character, and I didn't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> so he, he's a pastor getting ready to get into politics, I would think. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, yeah. Just, just deny what you just admitted to doing. That's... Perfect. That's perfect for yeah. the realm. That's, that that's would it, be, man. I, I mean, I think that's a that's a rite of passage. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there are, I suppose, there are worse things that can happen to you on a Delta flight, but nothing's worse than being awakened at two forty-five in the morning to getting people. <laughs> that's. I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not really something well, that happened to me, but you know. Right. <laughs> well, look, Zach just walked in. Let's see, you want to get filled in, man? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this. Uh, Here, man. Try the steak real quick. Oh, and he's brought up. He's brought some shish kebabs in here. Oh man. I wish I could share it with you. Yeah, that that's that's terrible that you can't now. Now I have a a hankering for a, a mischief of shish kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it man that's good so so zach is a dad now and he got a grill first birthday he got the apron so he's learning how to uh, i got him a, a cup board and he has this belt that like beers and spam or what is that pam pam yeah. spray same thing yeah yeah so he, he has a belt that holds all of his, like, utensils and stuff like that for grilling. Right. He, and he's, he's all decked out, man. He's nice. all dad. <laughs> all dad. Said it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We, we will cover one more news story uh, before we get ready to wrap up. A Tennessee uh, – uh, wrap up. A Tennessee rapper – who, who boasted in a music video about getting rich from committing unemployment fraud has been arrested in Los Angeles. Uh, Fontrell Antonio Baines, 31, was arrested Friday on three felony counts of access device fraud, aggravated identity theft, and interstate transportation of stolen property. Uh, Baines, who is, no, who is known online as Nuke Bizzle, 
uh, faces up to 22 years in federal prison, in the U.S. Attorney's Office said. Federal prosecutor said Baines and his co-conspirators fraudulently obtained at least 92 debit cards preloaded with more than $1.2 million. I guess if you're going to rap about it, you better be willing to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's... He's the real, real man. Oh yeah, he's he, he's keeping it real. That's that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of rappers they they make up what they sing about. Yeah. This yeah. he's he's like the original gangster. Like he's he's the real deal, man. Yep. He's he's living the life. He ain't. He's not just. Yep. He's not just going making it up. He get, he's got the street cred. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I'm actually curious to hear that song. I'm I'm probably gonna Google it. Gonna look, look up what is it, Nuke Bizzle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let Let me write that down because I, I might I might have to check out old Nuke Bizzle's. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, send me. Well, actually, send me send me the spelling of it, man. I'll definitely look it. Up. I'll it, probably share exactly it. as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Nuke Bizzle. It, yeah, there, there's no, no, no weirdness to it. It's just, uh, I mean, other than being Nuke Bizzle, there's no weirdness to the spelling of it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, look, oh, here's some of the uh, rapped about doing quote my spag swagger for EDD and getting rich by going to the bank with a stack of these, holding up several envelopes from uh, EDD. <laughs> Which is the uh, what is the ED Employment Development Department? <laughs> the second man in the rap in the video raps. Uh, you got to sell cocaine. I just file a claim. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's not peddling drugs. <laughs> yep, unemployment so sweet we had one point five land this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant! I love it. I'm gonna, yep, I'm definitely gonna have to check that one out. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious, man. Maybe, maybe that's what what we should start doing. Any incriminating evidence, I'm just gonna put it in the uh, in the song lyrics right. from now on. Right? Yeah. If you, yeah, any anything. Any anything to get you out there. I mean, once in once the twenty two years in federal prison is served, old Nuke Bizzle because <laughs> he's only thirty one. He's going to come out at fifty three, and he's going to be ready to rap. Be a legend, man. Be a legend. He's just he's he's going to blow up. He's just going to blow up the charts. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, he, he has to have a, I'm going to give. Yeah, you, he has to have the equal crime. What's that? All right. I, I'm going to give you a couple minutes right now. You have any social media or your website again, any of that that you want to throw out? I'm going to give you a couple minutes to uh, let us know where all we can find you again. Did we lose you again? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, uh, our website is www.lilac.com. It's like the flower, except we've got two Ks at the end. And then we are also on Apple Music, Spotify, and and also on, on iTunes. All right. And you also yep, you have your website. You also have uh, the, uh, the, the food truck. 
Is yes. There, is there a Facebook page for the food truck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can find it on uh, Facebook. It's uh, Kirk, K-R-K, and Callie's, C-A-L-L-I, apostrophe S. Um, we should be the only Kirk and Callie's <laughs> on Facebook. So. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks for being on the show. It was great talking to you and get to know you. I, I, I look forward to checking out some of your music. That's for sure. Thank you, Dom. Well, thank you for inviting us on the show. And we really enjoy talking with you. Yeah, we have fun. Now we're about to go and eat some shish kebabs. Sounds, sounds delicious. Uh, uh, I guess <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see. I don't have any shishka like anything in the house. So I'll, I'll have to see what, <laughs> I, what I can dig up to eat here in a minute. But, Thanks for being on the show. Uh, thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show. Oh, and happy birthday, uh, Josh. Zach. Zach, not Josh. Zach. 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 See, I, I go all over the place sometimes. Happy birthday, Zach. <laughs> and thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show. Like I keep telling you guys, if you're going to keep listening, I'm probably going to keep making them. All right. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Life Radio Show podcast. Check it out wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember, if you want to listen live, we are on Tuesdays from 7 to 9 p.m. on WWSU 106.9 FM. You can also stream the show live at WWSU1069.org, and we go Facebook Live at the Life Radio Show's Facebook page. If you have suggestions or comments, feel free to email thelife1069 at gmail.com. Overwhelms me. A brutal presence. This is the first time we're doing this.